Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampion, and my guest today is half owner of Soka Nation, Mr. Jay Foster. Thank you for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Man, look, let me first say this. I've been following your page. My buddy, my buddy Mike told me about your page. Um, well, I saw it. I was following him because he was posting pics. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, I'm going to follow, follow the page just for something to do. And you guys look like y'all have the most fun that is humanly possible on earth. <laughs> that's our goal, man. That's what we try to do. <laughs> I wanted to, you, you got to tell, you got to tell the listeners exactly what is Soka Nation? So uh, Soka Nation is a social group uh, made up of people that enjoy soca and caribbean music um and want to experience the culture uh we go to different soca events um whether it be uh fets what they call parties um or different uh carnivals whether it be in toronto miami trinidad wherever um and we kind of move around with the with the group um as a unit and uh just have a lot of fun and enjoyment and uh, everybody's on the same page, just want to have a good time and, um, you know, not, not get in trouble. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you guys actually organize the trips and everything. Yeah. So in certain instances, like we'll partner with, uh, with Mike and, uh, and his travel lights group. Um, and if it's an event where they have a carnival or a Caribbean activities going on, um, uh, we'll help cultivate, um, you know, tickets, let them know the venue, um, the type of experience that they're going to have, um, things that they may need. Uh, so it may not be an overwhelming experience for somebody that goes for the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, if it's something where, you know, travel arrangements need to be uh, accommodated or stuff like that, we just basically give people a lot of different information. Uh, so that way they can have the best experience possible. And then, they're going with us, so it's it's going to be fun anyway. <laughs> so, what exactly? Some people may not know what exactly is the carnival. So, carnival incorporates. It's usually uh, in the states. It's usually about three or four days of events. Uh, they'll have parties and different um, kind of uh, social gatherings. They may have like a uh, a fitness that's um, uh, DJed with uh, soca music and uh, have soca artists perform. They may have um, charity events where um, they'll give uh, you know food drives and information and so on and so forth that have um, soca music involved. And then they'll have fets, which they call parties, um, where it's going to be predominantly uh, soca music played or Caribbean music, maybe some Afro beats in there somewhere. Um, and then they'll have a major event called a juve where people are going to throw paint and powder and follow a, uh, a music truck uh, around wow. uh, for hours on end. Um, and uh, they'll have, in some instances, they'll have a drink truck where you can go back and just constantly keep filling up your cup uh, with whatever your beverage choice is. <laughs> and um, it's basically like people just get real uninhibited and have a lot of fun dance to the music and, and meet nice people from all over the world. And then they'll have uh, a, a following event called a uh, mass, uh, which is their parade where everybody wears the costumes and the 
Um, they have the pageantry and they also have um, music trucks as well um, and drink trucks as well. But that's usually where you see like the Nicki Minaj's that go to Trinidad Carnival every year. Um, the Nicki Minaj's, the Ashanti's, the Ludacris last year or this past year. Um, they'll attend those types of functions. Um, and it's really just pageantry on the road, people dancing, drinking, having a good time. And what states do they typically have it in? Uh, they have it all over the United States. Uh, they'll oh. have it in, they have one in Los Angeles, Atlanta, uh, North Carolina, Miami, New York, DC, uh, Texas, uh, more specifically Dallas has one. Um, and then uh, from there, they'll uh, start spanning outside of the, uh, the United States. They'll go to Toronto. They'll go to uh, Notting Hill over in Europe. They'll have one that they have one in Australia. They have one in Japan. Um, they have one in uh, Trinidad, Jamaica, St. Lucia, Barbados, and all those Caribbean islands as well. Is there, is there one location that typically stands out to you? Uh, as far as for me in the United States, nothing beats Miami. Like Miami already has a diverse crowd and you can do pretty much everything in Miami. Um, so Miami for the United States is the best one to me. Um, but overall, the best carnival I've ever been to is in Trinidad. Trinidad and Tobago is like the mecca of all carnivals. Well, why was that one so, so different? Um, because in, in a lot of different places, uh, the carnival will only occupy like a certain area. So it'll only have like a, you know, maybe a thousand, two thousand, three thousand people. But in Trinidad, the whole country is dedicated to carnival. Uh, it lasts longer. So instead of having like three or four days of partying and, or, you know, different events and stuff like that. In Trinidad, it starts for like a whole month. It leads all the way up to Ash Wednesday. So they start at like the end of January and they go all the way to Ash Wednesday, which is like the first week of March um, uh, to begin the Lent season, right? So um, oh. they, uh, so their carnival lasts significantly longer and then it's nonstop energy or what they call vibes, right? So they'll have, uh, Trinidad is the only place where I always say Trinidad is not a real place because some of the things that you see and things <laughs> that you experience is just like, wait a minute, they don't do that in real life. So uh, in Trinidad, I can go to a party at three o'clock in the morning, uh, go from three o'clock in the morning to 12 o'clock noon, go home, change, shower, whatever, have a midday party that starts at like one or two, then go from two to eight then come back home, shower, change, get ready, and then go to another party from 10 to three in the morning. Um, and then it never really ends. Like they'll, you'll go to one party and be like, okay, well, it's time's up, it's over. Um, people are, you know, starting to file out, but they'll just, in Trinidad, they'll just take the band and go in the street or they'll just take the band and kind of walk around downtown, which would be like downtown Baltimore. like. Um, something to that effect. And then everywhere you go, they're playing the music everywhere they go, everywhere you go, the people are in the vibe and, and have the energy. I mean, people are dancing in KFC waiting for chicken um, wow. in Trinidad. So it's, it's just an all encompassing experience and uh, everybody's into it. What, what, what year did you, what was the first year that you actually experienced it in Trinidad? 
2018 was the first year I went. So do you go, so ever since then, do you make it a point? Well, that's only two years ago, but I'm assuming right. you went back 20 Oh yeah, I went every year since then. <laughs> <laughs> I was there every year since then. Now, how did you guys decide to make this like a group, like a like a like its own culture? How did you guys come to the you know come to the decision that you know what we're going to branch this thing out? We're going to make it like a club where people can meet and interact and things like that. Um, it was really the demand of of people that were hanging out with us. Um, we would go to uh, like uh, Toronto, for example. Um, Mike has been going to Toronto for years, um, and when we went, it just so happened that we we went at the same time and he had a completely different experience than I had. And I told him, I was like, hey, look, man, if you go to this one party with me, I guarantee you, you'll go to this party every year after that <laughs> if you go to this one with me. I don't care what else you do, but you go to this one with me. And um, I believe that was a Soka Adopt party that you were kind of hearing about. Yeah. And he said, like, when he came back, he was like, that's the best party I've ever been to. <laughs> you know, it, it was so much fun. I had a great time. And um, people like like him and others, when they see kind of, you know, how we went and you, like you said, you've seen the pictures and stuff like that on the on the, uh, Instagram, like, everybody wants to be a part of it. Like, wow, these, these guys are having so much fun or these girls are having so much fun. Like, I want to experience it too. And then they go and then, they have the same experience and then they just keep bringing more and more and more people. So people kind of demanded like, okay, tell me where you're going and tell me uh, what carnivals you're going to and what fets or parties you're going to. And, you know, how long are you going to be there? And, you know, we want to go when you go. So um, that's what kind of sparked it all off. Now, financially, do you, do you guys like save up or is it like, is it, is it a pretty expensive trip to take? Like how does the financial part work? The only one uh, that I would say is probably uh, uh, more expensive than all the other ones is Trinidad, because um, even though you're, once you're there, your dollar goes usually anywhere between six and a half to seven to one. Uh, excuse me. Um, so it goes a long way once you're once you're there. But to like book a room and, and get the accommodations, the flights and all that other stuff, um, it could be more expensive than traveling domestically. Like if you wanted to fly to Miami, you could get a flight to Miami for, you know, 150 bucks, depending upon what airline you go with and you book it. Oh, um, not spirit. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually don't have a problem with spirit. I'll give them a little shout out real quick. You what? They, what you say with spirit? They, I have I've flown spirit on more than a couple of occasions and I've had no problems with them. Wow. So, look. Knock on That's wood. That's one happy customer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, knock on wood to, uh, to keep it up. But, um, you know, it uh, you don't have to put a lot of money aside to it. If you go to multiple ones within the year, uh, within the calendar year, then yes, I would suggest that you start putting money aside to it. But um, I'd say you'd be good with, you know, six, seven hundred dollars for everything that you need. And it just depends on what kind of experience you're trying to have. You may want to party every day. Uh, that gets more expensive. You may want to, um, you know, uh party a little bit it's cheaper and then depending upon where you want to stay that ends up being cheaper as well now of course we, we all you know we're going through this pandemic corona mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, are you scared that this may change the way the whole Soka carnival looks forever? I don't. That's a good question. I don't think it will because so to give you a little bit of context of why I don't think it will. Trinidad Carnival was the middle towards the end of February, like when I went. Right. Um, The pandemic kind of started, you know, January, December ish time frame. And it really started getting hot and heavy around February. Right. Right. And um, when it started getting hot and heavy, the people in Trinidad, you know, weren't affected by it. Like they, it was almost like, I'm not going to say that they didn't care, but there wasn't, you know, a whole lot of hubbub about it. Right. They didn't lock down anything. There wasn't um, too many societal changes. Right. Um, And I went to FETS with over, went to parties with over a thousand people and we all came back and we were all good. Nobody got sick. Nobody got ill. Nobody um, had any symptoms or anything like that. So, to go from an experience where there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people interacting with each other with no mask, no gloves, no social distance. Um, I don't think that it would, I don't, I don't think uh, it'll change going forward. Now they've canceled a lot of them um, since then, like um, Jamaica's carnival has been canceled or it's actually been moved. Um, And, you know, some of the other local ones like DC and some of the other States, have canceled theirs. Um, but uh, for the most part, I would think that come 2021, they'll be right back to being normal and they'll move forward. So you don't, so you don't think, you don't think like people want to have a, a issue with large gatherings like that? Um, not, not in that, not for that culture. Um, mm. Because I feel like with them, they, they, operate in a um, kind of uh, more of a united collaboration. Everybody kind of views each other as being family. They're very respectful and very generous. So they want to be, you know, close, just like you want to be close to your family and and so on and so forth. So um, they're willing to, I'm not going to say that they're willing to take the risk, but they're, you know, they're more open to making that sacrifice if it means that they can be close to their loved ones and people that, um, they have a vibe with. Um, I don't think that uh, the social distancing or the the uh, perspective of social distancing that we have in the states um, is really going to affect their uh, their way of life or their culture. Okay. So you personally, you you're fine with going? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't. In the time frame of the, for the carnivals that I planned on going to, like Miami is probably my next one. Um, I don't, I don't see it being an issue. I don't, I'm, they may not have like uh mass, which is like the big pageantry, you know, parade and all that other stuff. But, um, as far as, you know, fets and stuff like that, I'm assuming that probably around that October, uh, November timeframe, things will be a lot more, um, calm and not as, uh, uh, the sense of urgency will have died down a little bit. And um, they'll start progressing back to normal. You already see people. When is the Florida one? When is the Florida one? Miami is the first weekend in October. Ooh. (laughs) 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 
bro. That's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I literally look at my email and my my chat every day to, to see whether or not you know they're gonna you know, cancel it. Uh, but up until this point, with things that I've seen from other states, like um, you know uh, Maryland now, where you know fifty percent uh, retail stores could be up to fifty percent of their occupancy. Um, you know, uh, certain essential businesses, those have stretched their provisions. They're starting to kind of relax on some of the uh, quarantine and lockdown restrictions. Um, so, and that's, in, we're in the middle of May. So if they get to phase two, which is, you know, even more relaxed and even more, um, uh, even less restricted then you know, by October, we might be in a good space. Okay. I don't I don't think I asked you. How did you personally get introduced to the culture? I went to uh so I had a friend of mine, he lived in uh he's from Buffalo. Um I have a couple of friends from Buffalo actually. And um they used to go to Toronto like it was nobody's business, right? They used to go in there like it's, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's pretty close. Island. They they it's, really it's, close. It's, it's yeah. like them going to DC, uh for, for me living in Baltimore. It's them going to DC. So um, I went up there to visit him in Buffalo um, and kind of get uh, familiar with Buffalo and, and kind of see what, how he was living and how I grew up and stuff what like that. What year was this? What year was this? Uh, this was 2006, maybe? Okay. 2007. Okay. Um, so we went up there. We took a trip to Buffalo. He showed me where he was from. I ate at uh, this place called uh, Big Mike's, which is like some you know, famous sub shop that they always, that <laughs> my friends from Buffalo swear by. And um, so he was like, uh, you know, while we were up there, he was like, hey, let's take a ride to Toronto for like two days. And I was like, all right, cool. No, no problem. It just so happened that they were having Caravana that same, uh, during that same time. So we, we drove to Toronto. We stayed there for two days. We went to a couple of different parties because um, at the time I was in my early 20s. Um, and uh, when uh, when we went there, we had a we had a fun time, a, you know, a, a pretty decent experience. Um, and we went to uh, Mass for the first time. What is this? And uh, Mass, okay. the parade, the parade. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we um, we went to Mass for the first time, and my friend, uh, my my partner uh, David, uh, when we he was up there with us as well. Um, we went when we went to mass it was nothing like i'd never seen before it was like everybody was having a good time there was no kind of class system like you get at some other places like hip hop parties and stuff like that where you know i'm super into myself that i don't care who else is in the room i just <laughs> want to make sure that my ig live is capturing how cool i am <laughs> and how much money i'm wasting on this uh, experience and how I don't care about the money because I'm so rich. <laughs> um, but it was it was nothing like I had ever seen. Like everybody was having fun, um, and everybody was um, either dancing with each other or you know uh, the energy was just really, 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 really united. And um, people were just having a good time. They didn't. It almost it, it was almost like they left all their cares at home and they just wanted to to have fun and and enjoy themselves and uh, from then on I was and the music was great like the the, the music um, I'm not sure how familiar you are with soca music but like 
it has an energy. It has, it gets you pumped up. It gets you dancing. It gets you um, jumping around. And then they also have like some R&B style soca music, which they call groovy soca. Um, and the music was good. The music was good. The people were fun. The energy was out of this world. And we were in a whole nother country. And I was like, wow, this is, I started attributing it to Toronto, but it's everywhere. It's, it's wherever the music is playing. Now, soca music, help me, because I want to say I heard it, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Is it kind of along the lines of reggae? Yeah. So, like, reggae would have more of a, um, uh, a more of a drum uh, focus. So you'll hear the drums more in reggae. Um, it's a little bit slower. Um, and they'll, they'll have, like, uh, when reggae is getting played, it's more so... Um, all music has a message and there's soca has it too, but reggae is more so like conversation music, what I would say. Okay. Um, and then soca music is more of a, I don't want to say a pop version, but it's, it's more of a dancier kind of groovier uh, music where you'll hear like, um, you know, Savannah grass or like a artist like a Marshall Montano or a Kess or somebody like that. And it's kind of infused itself um into other forms of music so like you remember controller by drake yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of like soca music soca oh. music sounds like that um okay. or a one dance like i need a one that you know what i mean ah, um, okay those kind of songs have influence uh from the caribbean culture uh soca or reggae or um what they call afro beats now um, into that music. So that type of music is what we we would consider to be soca music. And, and they have a, they have a pretty they got a pretty heavy influence in Toronto, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, it's huge because uh a lot of um immigrants um from England and Europe and so on and so forth um and some of the uh you know Nigeria as well that have migrated to, you know, in the, the diaspora um, they ended up in Toronto or they ended up in, you know, New York or, you know, upstate, uh, the Upper East uh, Coast um, of the United States. And they, you know, found homes in Toronto. Um, and Toronto is a really, really big hub uh, internationally for Canada. So um, a lot of people travel there. And you guys, you've been growing, you've been growing your network. Um, you've been continuing to grow. So what do you guys envision yourselves? Like, what's next? What's the next big thing you guys are looking to tackle? Um, I think the next thing that we're going to do is try to continue the education of the culture, the um, respect, the unity, the collaboration of the culture. Um, Sometimes uh, we we can kind of look at things as like, you know, we don't want to get to a space where the the underlining or the foundation message, the uh, fundamental message is misconstrued. It's not all about parties. It's not all about um, parties and wilding out or, you know, drinking and all that other stuff. Um, it's more so about the unity, the togetherness, the, you know, the family, the mutual respect, the, um, the appreciation of life and culture. Um, so we're going to start doing uh, more events and spreading that education um, a lot more 
uh, in the coming years. Wow, man. You you guys have a great thing going, man. Again, I've been following, uh, looking at the pictures, admiring from afar. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Appreciate maybe it. maybe one year I may actually join you guys on one of those trips. You'll get the itch, man. You'll get the itch, and then, and then the next thing I know, I'll, be, I'll, I'll see you on a plane, and I'll be like, oh, here we go. <laughs> He's here. He's here. Yeah, but we 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 basically just kind of keep it, you know, sociable. We we don't um we don't uh single out anybody. Everybody has a really good experience. Everybody has a, you know, a story and um can bring some insight to uh to the group overall and and we listen and we take feedback and uh we try to make improvements and adjustments for for everybody to have a good time and that diversity has really helped us. You know, it's not just me and my, uh, me and my partner, you know, it's people like yourself. It's people like Mike, it's people that, you know, uh, that we've met, you know, from Australia or, you know, England or Miami or wherever. Um, and they're part of the culture too. They're part of the group as well. And they, you know, uh, because they're cool people, cool people want to hang out with other cool people. Then, then they meet other cool people, and then it just grows and grows organically. So that's that's kind of where our focus has been, and I appreciate you, you know, uh, having me on and, and us talking about it. Um, you know, I'll see you out there. I'll definitely see you. What, what they say, we'll, we'll see you on the road. We'll see you on the road. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's make sure we let the people know how they can follow you. Okay, cool. So um, on Instagram, uh, we are Soka underscore Nation. Um, on Instagram, um, we had a Snapchat. We uh, we're gonna put it back up. Uh, we usually use Snapchat whenever we go on uh, carnivals and stuff. Um, and uh, that's really our major uh, social media platform. We used we used to use Facebook, um, but uh, you know we started getting spammed and and hacked more than I would like. So uh, <laughs> and I honestly, I think I think Instagram is the best for y'all because you get to see the pictures, mm-hmm. you know, you, stories, right, music, right. So know. it it does a much better job of telling the story than Facebook does. To yeah, me. yeah. And then we um you know we partner with with other companies like Travelites um, whenever they do. Uh, trips, especially when they go to Caribbean islands and stuff like that, or they have a carnival that's a, in the area. Um, so we partner with them. And then, um, you know, we have a, a clothing line, well, not a clothing line, but we partner with a, a designer to put clothes out. So that'll be coming up soon uh, where people can get the paraphernalia, the shirts and the, t- the hats and whatever. So, okay. yep. That's, well, yeah, again, that's where we are. I truly thank you for taking the time to do this. I wish you and your partner, I wish one time, hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to him as well. But mm-hmm. I want to wish you both, man, all the best. Congratulations to what you're doing. And I'm sure that the Soka Nation will continue to grow. All right, man, I appreciate it. Thank you for the, the time and opportunity and great, uh, greatly appreciate the conversation. Thanks, bro. Um, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to listen. Um, special thanks to my sponsors, First Gen Fly and Chain Entertainment. And also just thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to the podcast. I truly appreciate it. You all have a great day.